Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Hey, girlies, how you doing? Happy Monday to everyone. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday. I am sorry to tell you that it's Monday. I'm sorry to be mm. the one to let you know. Maybe you have evaded it knowing it until now, but mm-hmm. it's Monday. Um, sucks to suck. It doesn't feel real yet because we are recording this episode Sunday night because tomorrow I'm obviously traveling to get to you so we can do a whole week of together YouTube shows. So it doesn't really feel like Monday, but like knowing that it's coming is somehow worse. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's Sunday night, which is, oh, Sunday night. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Sunday night. Stunning. So I don't know what's worse, Sunday night or Monday morning. Sound off in the comments. No, it's definitely Monday morning. (laughs) Yeah, at least Sunday night is just like a cozy, cute, anxious vibe. Right. And like if you do it right, like you can cultivate a premium Sunday evening. Like you can prepare yourself for the week, Mm -hmm. feel like good, clean your house, eat, take a bath, read. Like it can be peaceful. There's a there's a potential for positivity. Are I actually feel like I am having one of those Sunday nights, but I feel like we're a tale of two different Sunday nights because I had a very productive day. Not only are we doing are we working Sunday night so I get to, you know, sleep in if Mm -hmm. if my alarm will let me sleep in, my alarm being my son, if he will Mm -hmm. allow that for tomorrow morning. But I had a closet organizer at my house today, organized by Danielle. And so I am just like new outlook on life and I'm really like I not to rub it in but I'm just like having one of those very productive Sundays I literally hate you I'm having literally the worst day and like I'm only slightly like happy about it because I've actually been getting a lot of like feedback from the toasters that they miss my hungover episodes and I feel like for a long time I was like doing it too frequently it was like every Friday I was hungover and like we don't like it's like funny but it like you can't really like put out a good episode if you're not like your brain's not working. So I haven't done a hungover episode in a while and it's Sunday night, it's 9 p.m. And I'm literally, I mean, I feel better, but I feel like I just woke up. Like I'm not okay. So tell me about what you did and what and how contributed to this hangover. Um, It was tequila. I went out to dinner and I was planning on just like going out to dinner, having a couple cocktails, like getting loose, but not like that loose. Um, But, you know, when things just, like, come together, you know, I I was talking to Taylor Strecker and Taylor Donahue, and they, like, I thought they were in Boston, but they were back in the city, and they were at a restaurant nearby. So, like, everything was just, like, working out. Everything was coming up cloudy. (laughs) And 
so we just like I leaned in and I had a great time. I went to a gay bar. I went to the gay bar that I got kicked out of um, and that like I have a pit about that I got kicked out of there. Every time I go, I'm like, do you think they're going to remember me and like kick me out again? But um, not to blow up her spot, but Taylor Donahue did get kicked out of there as well last night. And now I'm just feeling like the place is really unnecessarily strict. Yeah, that's... That sounds like that's what's happening. Yeah, because Taylor Donahue tripped like um, on the stairs, like going up the stairs. She tripped and the guy was like, you're too drunk. Get out of here. Oh, she, my like, God. Wasn't. No fun. Narc. Yeah, it was so lame. It was but a now narc. I, now I feel better that I wasn't like the only one, you know? Oh, and she tripped and not only did you remember it, but you just told the whole podcast. Imagine how she feels. I don't think she was embarrassed. I don't think anyone saw her fall. Like, I think she was more embarrassed that they literally kicked out a grown woman. Like, Yeah, no, no one saw her fall, but now everybody knows on the morning toast. Well, that's what you get when you hang out with one of the most elite podcasters on the planet is you have to know that everything is fodder for the podcast. Everything is fodder. Maybe she wrote into Unburden Yourselves. Oh, we have really good Unburden Yourselves today. Obviously, it's Monday, which means we're doing that. I also, um, I did my first show. Well, not my first show, but like my first yeah, show in a really long and leg. time. I did the first show of the end leg, the final log of my, no, the final leg of my tour. Of my log. (laughs) We call Theo um, three log crunch because when he makes a duty, like it's always three logs. I just thought you'd find that interesting. But Ben told me um, the other day he actually made a four log. Uh Uh-oh. It was a lot. You must have been a TDT. Two dinner tigs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And for those asking, he's feeling much better. Oh, thank God. We went to the doctor. They said, like, his antibiotics are helping. He's definitely healing. He can go on the antibiotics until Wednesday. So for everyone who wanted the update and for everyone who came to my West Hampton show, um, you're welcome. It was, Jackie, like, you know, every time I don't do a show for a while, like, I have sleepless nights over it. Of course. And I always really feel like I'm really out of my depth. And any time I've ever had a successful show is, like, genuinely like a fluke. And I feel so, like, disassociated from my art, you know? Yeah. And I was, like, probably the most nervous I've ever been, especially because a lot of people I knew were coming because it was in New York. So, like, friends, friends' parents, Hannah Burner, like, people I know. And so I was just, like, feeling embarrassed, you know? Um, it was so incredible. I am – and I'm not even – like, I'm so talented. Like, I'm so glad that I do this for a living because I'm fucking amazing at it. I swear to God, I was so goddamn funny. Like, everyone there was cackling. Like, there was a girl, and I need to shout her out. First row, second seat from the aisle on – you know, if I'm looking at her, she was on the right. I thought she was going to have to go to the hospital. She could not stop. She was cackling, peeing in her pants. And it was such good energy to have. Like, I really can only see because of the stage lights, maybe the first or second row. Um, and it was just like, I want to bring her – I want to put her on salary. Bring I think her at every she, show. I think she should work for the toast. I think she should sit in the studio and laugh at everything. We She had an amazing laugh. And it really fueled me. Like from the second I got out there, I was being hilarious. It was in a, like an incredible show. Would you say it was in Crayop? I, I definitely would, like for sure. And it just reinforces, um, like if you haven't seen my show yet, like my material is just so good. Girlwithnojob.com slash tour. Come see me. I'm going to Portland and Seattle. I'm going to Durham, North Carolina. I'm going to um, Huntington, Long Island. What's the show? Where's the show of Leg that has sold the least amount of seats that way. Like if people want to go on a weekend with their friends and get tickets, like where could they go? That's a really good question. And just like travel to a new city. 
with the least amount. Yeah, like, and everyone can just, like, help. And, like, me and all my friends could get tickets and we wouldn't have to worry. Okay, let me find it. Sorry if that's an annoying question. No, no, it's not. I get, like, um, like this little chart, you see? I get it every chart. couple of days. Is it a, a chart? little chart. Hmm. Oh, it's the uh, Portland. Okay, looks like we're taking a girl's trip to Portland. Mm, gorgeous city this time of year. <laughs> Girlies in Portland, oh. and I'm glad you're back on the road doing your thing. Yeah, t- tickets available at girlnojob.com slash chur. Wait, what was that website? I don't think you've shared. Girlwithnojob.com slash sure. <laughs> you should make a site, girlwithnojob.com slash sure, where you could just like, where you do affiliate links for AV equipment. <laughs> you know what? That Wait, speaking of affiliate links for AV equipment, I linked my printer uh-huh. on my Instagram story. I don't think I've ever gotten so many clicks on an item. No, I probably have gotten like more clicks on something in the history of all my swipe ups, but this must be top 10 amount of clicks I got on something. Can you pull up your analytics and tell me how many orders were placed? I'm so interested in I that. I can't uh, because, because, by the way, my affiliate link thing is delayed by like a week. Oh, yeah. You get the numbers later. I get the numbers. Like I posted something from Wayfair a few days ago. I still don't know if anyone bought it. I linked my printer once. I'm going to pull up. I'm on this little app that you do the affiliate links. <laughs> yeah. I I did it too. And because I posted about my printer and everyone was like, what printer is that? Like, who cares? <laughs> but I thought it was extremely interesting. I wonder when I did it. Like, No, my printer is the best printer. And now Claudia can stop being like a printer supremacist and making fun of me <laughs> for not having one. And I guess everybody felt the same. Like, check out my story. Swipe up on my printer. It was a gorgeous printer you got, and I'm excited now. Obviously, and like that's the kind of that's the kind of Sunday I had. Like, I was setting Mm -hmm. up my printer. I cleaned out the studio because I know like you don't like the clutter, so I got rid of as many boxes as I could. But some things I'm still not sure if you want to keep. Um, and I just was having like one of those days. I also was mostly getting my house ready. For you, Claudia is coming to stay with me. If you're listening on a Monday today, she yes. will be um, my Touching first down. guest. She'll be my first guest, and I'm nervous. I'm so excited. I'm an I think easy we're gonna, guest. I think we're gonna make amazing memories. I just like don't want you to judge me. I don't know. Am I a judgmental person? A little bit. I you like. Hmm. Interesting. It's not your brand, you know, but it's just like something people who know you know about you. And I actually oh, wouldn't say this is such an enlightening conversation. I wouldn't say bitch. that the word judgmental is the right word, though. Actually, you are. I don't want to say hard to please because when when it's when you like something, you're very easy to please. Mm-hmm. But you're very just like hot or cold, good or mm. bad. This is so enlightening. See not like, oh, I'll ch- like it's, if I give you something, it's not like, oh, I'll try this and see how it is. You're like, no, I don't like it. No, okay. I'm a creature of habit. Like I like my things and I want them all like the same way. Like I want my makeup like. You don't like being uncomfortable. No. Does anyone? Some people like would consider that adventure, you know. Oh, okay, fine. Sorry. Yes, I'm normal. Okay. I'm just, you're, you're not the easiest critic, but that's fine. I don't think I am. I feel like I'm so easygoing. I'm oh so light. You're so and, not. And I also happen to make an incredible house guest. That's what you've been saying. And I look forward to this incredible house guest. Like I'm extremely helpful when it comes to household things. Like when I stayed at Olivia, I cleaned her house. Like every morning before they woke up, I was like, oh, they were dropping Michaela off like at school. I was, 
you know, cooking, well, not cooking, cleaning. <laughs> I was cleaning. I was, you know, oh, the towels are done. Let me fold them back and put them back in the linen closet. Of course, anytime they needed coverage on Michaela, like here I am ready to help. Oh, should we play some music? What should we do for dinner? Like I'm, I'm really like a, like a sickening top tier house guest. I'm so excited to experience this firsthand. You're in and- for a real treat. And then beyond like, you know, my company is just like, I mean, it's incredible. I'm hilarious. Like, well, you always want me around. That's what I'm really looking forward to. I just, yeah. I miss my sis. And then Margo's also going to be joining us. It's going to be fab. Margo's going to be staying with me, too. With Margo's going to be staying with me, too. And I'm so excited for her, too. And Magnolia and Theo, you guys, it's a full house. Right. Magnolius, Bruno is having his lady love over. He's been vacuuming all day. I'm like, Bruno, she doesn't get here for a few days. Like, your hair's going to get on the floor again. He's like, Mom, so true. I'll vacuum again. I was like, okay, oh. this works for me. Works for me if you want to keep vacuuming. Speaking of people who are difficult to impress, Magnolia. Magnolius. Yeah. Petroleus Corolius. Extremely judgmental. Extremely. And now people are going to message Margot like, cannot believe what Jackie and Claudia said about you on the toast today. Because she's not a supportive sister, so she doesn't listen to our podcast. And in her defense, we do do a lot of podcasts. It would be hard to keep up all the time. And whenever we mention her name, and it's always positive, she literally will get a message and then she'll text us like, what the fuck did you guys say about me on the toast today? So you guys are like constantly snitching and like creating drama within our family. Constantly. Or she'll be like, what did you say about Magnolia? That's worse. Magnolia. Magnolia Magnolia speaking of Margo she was like on an influencer weekend mm-hmm. like she's such I know we say this all the time but she's such an influencer not only like is she influential affiliate links swipe mm-hmm. up you know podcast 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 but like and we you and I are influencers too but like we never did like influencer trips like she does no we did we didn't not do that and we didn't really like have like a group of friends who were all influencers. Like we were friendly with a bunch of different influencers. Yeah. But there wasn't like this click. Yeah. No, this is like a new thing I think that the Gen Zers are doing. It's very yeah. sweet. Everyone's so supportive of one another. We've mm-hmm. always had friends in the community, but it's not like all of us got together and like took a trip. Maybe that was happening for other influencers. It reminds me of your comedy special, but those weren't the kind of parties I was invited to. Oh my God, literally quoting me. Literally. It's so nice to be podcasting with your number one fan. It's so true. (laughs) But I do feel, Jackie, by the way, like in a very small way, I have like a little influencer click now, like Brian and the Taylors. You do. You do. I was actually but it's thinking not that. As, it's not as organized as the TikTokers. Yeah. And Snatchler is just, she's one of them she's one girls of them. by Lee Bryce. She's one of them girls that think. Anyways, they all took themselves to Nantucket because they were inspired by Ellen Hildebrand. And, and then they met Ellen. And they met Ellen. Can I tell you, um, I never really sat down and thought, like, what does Ellen Hildebrand look like? But if I did have to, I would assume she looked like Nancy Myers, you know, coastal grandma. They're like very elegant, rich grandma. Mm-hmm. And She's when I saw a, a picture, no, when I saw a picture of her on Danielle Caroline's Instagram, I thought she was one of the girlies on the influencer. Like she's blonde and like super fit and like stunning, snatched. Yeah. She's like Reese Witherspoon vibe. I was beyond shocked, like beyond. Yeah. Sometimes knowing. Ruins it. You're knowing who the author is, even seeing a photo, seeing their Instagram, even their bio can ruin the whole book. But I Agreed. think, but Ellen Hildebrand is actually not one of those people because like who she is is so wrapped up in like what she writes about yeah. that like knowing that she wrote it, like Golden Girl is literally about her and that works. 
Yeah. And by the way, like ever since I started following Colleen Hoover on TikTok, like I like I think it really affected how I read her books. And I like her TikTok. She's always making good content and like giving the fans what they want, like sneak peeks at the movie, like yeah. things like that. But so after I think I actually did unfollow her and like Ellen Hildebrandt followed me on Instagram and I will not follow her back. Like I don't really like I, I can't keep up with with authors because it's it's too close. No, I like it's a door I don't want to open ever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of books, I've made no progress on Jeanette McCurdy. It's literally my Kindle sitting right here charging for the plane tomorrow. I will make a, a large dent in it tomorrow while on the plane to you. But I just, I'm not like motivated at all. I can't explain it. I actually didn't make any progress on my book this weekend either because with my few hours of downtime, I watched Southern Charm and I am all caught up. And I'm just and so I obsessed. am all caught up on Beverly Hills. Wow. So maybe at the end of this episode, we'll do a TV recap. Well, why don't we do it now a little bit? I don't have a lot to say. And we just watched, uh, and we have Unburden Yourselves at the end, so. We have bur- Unburden Yourselves. Selves. I, I do say it. I, I do say it like that. Because you're, no, you say it when you say the Gmail. And I can't say Unburden Yourselves without saying selves. And I'm glad that you do, because I can only imagine how many people email their problems, their deep, dark secrets to an email account that we do not own. Somebody else had it, <laughs> Unburden Yourself at Gmail. It's oh. Yourselves. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, Southern Charm. Yeah. It's so good. I was reading Twitter and like people were like, this season sucks if they're having an episode dedicated to a dog wedding. And like in hindsight, yeah, there was a whole episode. There was a wedding between Patricia's dog Peaches and Little Craig. But like it didn't bother me at all. If it were any other show, I would not want, mm-hmm. I would be like, this is stupid. This is the end of Southern Charm. Like if this is what they're showing us, it's terrible. But it was honestly like so premium. First of all, the weather was like this rainy day everyone was like chilly with their coats the girls were like dressed to the nines Paige was there Mm. and I thought it was so cute and I I mean maybe because I would do that for Bruno and Magnolia because like they have that kind of one true love like this didn't feel weird to me if Peaches really is in love with little Craig then yeah they should get married no one else on Southern Charm is getting married um also like weirdly the other people's personal scenes I'm just like so I just adore some of the cast members. Like a few episodes ago, they went to Austin's family home because his parents were moving out of the house that he grew up in. And when I tell you, I was just like so moved by the whole thing. And it was just like so cute to see him. Like he was coming home like with his friends. He's obviously like 30, but still he's like calling his mom like, what'd you make for lunch? We're so hungry. And it was just so cute. And all, and Shep and Craig were like helping them all move the furniture out of the house. And I just like, I love this cast. I love them. Yeah, no, because they're like actual friends and they also all have like interesting lives and backgrounds. And they're just all good reality TV people. Craig is the absolute hero of the entire series. Like the where he's come to now in his relationship with Paige, in his business, in his house. He's like doing renovations on his house, sitting on the porch with Paige, like talking about how like that's where I want the kids to play. Like Craig Mm. isn't messing around. Like compared to the other guys who are messing around, like Shep is ruining who is one of the greatest girls relationships. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with Taylor. She's so... Everything of the sort. Yeah. Everything of the sort. I love her so much. And like, it's just a shame because Shep can't give her what she needs. And so she obviously has to move on. But like, I like them both separately and I just wish that they could be together. But as you know, they're broken up right now. New favorite cast member, Olivia Flowers. She's the girl who came on um, as like a date of Austin's, but he's, Mm -hmm. you know, pussyfooting as he does. And she's just like, so smart. Everything she says, everything she does. I'm like, you're just so cool. And 
I just, I love her. She's an amazing addition to the show. Her, Taylor, and Catherine are like a little threesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving their friendship. Oh, good. Naomi's back on the show. I love her. It's so great to have her back. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy her presence. Just everyone all together is, oh, and next week we find out that her and Whitney kissed, which is so. Oh, my God. So wild. Also, I'm curious because last season, Leva made such a splash. She was in like every scene, every yes. conversation. And like this season, she's taken such a back seat. And like, I miss her and I want to know what's going on with her. She talks a little bit about how she's like changing her mindset and just like trying to practice different practices at home, at work, in her life to like be less, uh, I don't know, maybe have less drama. So maybe that's why she's not involved in the drama. But I enjoyed her presence last season and I would like to see more of her, especially because it seems like she's friends with everyone. I had also heard that there was a show in development for Leva, um, like a Vanderpump Rules type of show about her restaurants or, or bars or clubs. Um, so maybe like... She's focusing on that, but then I would think they would give us more of like her at the, her restaurant. Yeah, to prepare us. Yeah, no, I don't know. But I did, I only watched the first couple of episodes this season so far and she definitely feels like kind of irrelevant, but I, it feels like it's an intentional thing from her. Yes, definitely feels intentional. And then Vanita's also a new cast member and she's just like, kind of fighting with a bunch of different people. She's like trying hard to be at the center. She's trying hard. And something that she did that I just did not appreciate is like she talked about how she had a hard time like having conflict with all these people because like in her personal life at home like she never saw her parents fight but then just like one day her dad left and because she never like saw people have conflict she like doesn't. She was just like basically blaming her fight with Olivia on her parents. parents. And it's like she had a conversation with her mom on the show about like ask, trying to ask about like what happened with her dad and it's like if this is the first time you're talking about it like on your first season like mm-hmm. I don't like when people do that it's like you never had this conversation privately before and now you expect your mom to have it with it's you on lot. television yeah it's a lot yeah and then one other person Madison LaCroix mm. oh does she ruffle everyone's feathers I love her I love um, her too she's just so funny and I hope we meet her fiance on the show, but apparently he doesn't live in Charleston yet. So And she's also why. definitely like majorly taking a step back. Yeah, but I don't know whose choice that is. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking the viewers what we think, we want more Madison LaCroix. Yeah. What do we want? More Madison. When do we want it? Now. now. Um, on Beverly Hills, I only had one more episode to catch up on. And Dorit and PK threw this event for like a charity that they're working with. And they said the charity's name like throughout the episode like probably 10 times and all the women were talking about how like it's literally the weirdest name for a charity and it's like a really good concept it takes people you know who are on the street who have fallen upon hard times and helps them get you know their teeth fixed it's like it's all about smiles um and the charity is called homeless not toothless and it's just like a really weird name that's yeah no and like the women are talking about like how it's like a bad name <laughs> and it was really funny and then Rinna obviously just like has a breakdown at the event dinner because um she's like screaming at Sutton again like being so crazy and then she has a breakdown and and you know re- reveals that she's not doing well since her mom passed away and like she's not even mad at Sutton she's just like you know spiraling and I really feel like it's just like like an excuse honestly like she wanted her event on the show she guaranteed Is it her that charity it- no, no, the one from last week where she oh. acted insane, the mm-hmm. Rena Rosé. So she, like, made a whole scene there so she could guarantee that it would get on the air. And then she, uh, like, backpedaled. So it was, like, a, a fine episode. Nothing else really happened. But I'm, like, so team Garcelle and Sutton. Like, I, I couldn't be more on their side if I tried. 
Yeah, I'm so far removed from Beverly Hills. I, I do hope to get back there, but it's hard. Now I'm like missing reading. I feel like I'm not mm-hmm. doing keeping up with my reading homework. It's just, it's hard. Well, just know like Garcelle is taking care of it. Like she's Good. literally on the right side of history for every Every argument, no matter big nor small, she's just such a good friend. She's so right. She's serving up looks. And I, I like, I just love her. Like, I just didn't see her becoming my favorite housewife on Beverly Hills, like, so fast. I'm, she's just a fucking queen. She stays winning, always. It's just so nice when there is someone, when, like, things are happening that are frustrating on a television show, but there's someone who's Voice calling of it like it is. Yeah, 100%. I feel safe knowing Garcelle will handle it. Yeah, and, like, will speak up for you. Yeah, no, and next week she gets into it with Erica. Like, she's she's making a list. Love that. Taking the doors down. So that's a mini TV recap. We'll get back on a better schedule um, moving One day. forward. One day. One day. But in the meantime, I think we should dive I, in. Let's dive in to the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by beds- by. Favor, sorry. Um, formerly known as a pill club, you guys know they are favor now. And summer is here. That means barbecues, weddings, and of course travel plans. Staying up staying up on to date on your reproductive health and birth control prescriptions may not be the first thing on your mind when you're busy with your summer activities. And luckily with Favor, formerly known as the Pill Club, they do the hard work for you so you don't have to stay on top of it. The service you know and love as a pill club is now Favor, and they provide digital care, prescriptions, and products for your well-being. They combine medical and pharmacy experience with an advanced telehealth platform, and their licensed medical team puts your health first with access to affordable birth control, skin care, menstrual care, sexual wellness products, and more. They're delivering birth control to your door for free in discreet packaging along with fun self-care extras. You can also sign up for birth control in just five minutes. Skip the office, the waiting room, the pharmacy, all of it. Right now, when you go to heyfavor.com slash toast, Favor is offering a $10 donation to bedsider.org for every Morning Toast listener who becomes a patient. Your donation will help low-income individuals get access to birth control through bedsider.org. So that website is H-E-Y-F-A-V-O-R.com slash toast to get your first birth control care package and donate to help women in need. Remember, that's heyfavor.com slash toast, and you must use that link to make the donation. Today's episode is also brought to you by a new sponsor, Studs. So go into the mall to get your ears piece. Used to be ears parsed, excuse me. Oh my gosh, so who are you? It used to be a rite of passage, but if you look around today, it seems like the only real option is to go to like a tattoo parlor, and that's why Studs is here. They are changing the game on the traditional piercing shop. They're reimagining the experience. If you want to refresh your look with a new piercing or you need help with styling advice, you can shop online or stop into the Studs stores in LA, New York, Austin, Nashville, Miami, or Boston. And with more coming soon. So if you want to get a new piercing, are you a first-time piercer? Are you scared? Whatever you need, check out Studs. It's safer and better, and it's especially better for advanced piercings. And their earrings are made from high-quality materials, which won't turn your skin green. They're lightweight. They're durable enough to wear all the time. And you can even sleep and work out in them. So they have tons of different options. I have a, a lot of pairs from Studs. I've had them before they became a sponsor. It's just like a premium. Me too premium earring brand I feel like everyone wears them yeah and like when you get your ears pierced and you get these like ugly little balls like no studs is just like changing the game and removing some of our childhood trauma when it comes to getting your ears parsed hell yeah they're also offering our listeners a 20% off discount code so 20% off your first purchase with promo code toast when you go to studs.com s-t-u-d-s dot com promo code toast for 20% off your first purchase um a premium brand bringing back you know making ear parsing parties cool again 
studs.com. That's where we got our ears, ears parsed. parsed. I mean, it really hurt me that for every time you said piercing in that ad, you didn't say parsing. Well, I But I am, know that we have ad I'm doing a job. I know. Like, yeah, we have like companies too, um, like who are going to listen to this. Like I, know. I can't just be like messing around. I know, I know. I just wish we like put that in the contract. Like, well, we love studs and we'll tell everyone about them as long as we can just say parsed. You know, 100%. No, no big deal. Hope that's okay. <laughs> Following up here. Can we say parsed? Circling back. <laughs> Circling back on the parsage, <laughs> our first story is actually very sad news. Anne Heche has died at the age of 53 oh following God, her horrific car crash. Uh, Anne Heche's rep told Page Six, quote, we have lost a bright light, a kind and most joyful soul, a loving mother, and a loyal friend. Anne will be deeply missed, but she lives on through her beautiful sons, her iconic body of work, and her passionate advocacy. Her bravery for always standing in her truth, spreading her message of love and acceptance, will continue to have a lasting effect. Early on Friday, Anne Heche's team told Page Six that she was officially declared brain dead, but doctors were keeping her heart beating so that one legacy could determine if she's a match for organ donation. It was planned that they would take her off of life support on Sunday uh, once they successfully uh, got her organs, if they were able to. I mean, I feel like this all happened so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was really, and even though I think we like knew that this was the outcome, that's what we reported on Friday. It's like still really sad. Yeah. Um, and it's just so crazy. It's like a yeah. crazy turn of events that just happened so quickly. And I feel like we, the public was like kept abreast on everything. Yeah. No, it was so like when I saw the news on Friday, like I was so shocked when I saw it. And then I saw it again an hour later and I was like equally as shocked. I don't know why, like this is just. You're right. It happened so quickly. Also, the police are dismissing the investigation into the crash and and her death. Right. I guess because if she had survived, they would have like brought charges against her. Yeah. Wow. That's so, so crazy. Um, so sad. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Also, a lot of people, celebrities are, you know, sharing tributes and love and prayers. But a lot of publications are like using this as an opportunity to like talk about her relationship with Ellen Ellen, and kind of like how Ellen had her blackballed. Really? Yeah. Like I was reading, maybe it was just page six, but I think I saw it somewhere else too. They were talking about how her career kind of stalled after her relationship with Ellen. One, because like it was such a brave thing to do at the time to mm -hmm. like, she walked the red carpet with Ellen and was very public with their, with, with their relationship. But then when they broke up, like, Ellen, you know, went on to have the biggest daytime talk show and like she wouldn't have had Anne on her show. And page six was saying like, you know, movie studios weren't going to have her in their picture if she can't go and promote. I don't think that I think that's a Is little that, bit of a leap. It's it's a stretch. Like you can but, have an extremely successful career and never go on Ellen. Right. But they were saying like Ellen was telling people like if you won't get press on my show, if you were yeah, I mean, her. I can see Ellen being a vengeful ex. She's a terrible boss. So like, yeah, I can totally see that being true, because to be honest, I'm not really familiar with Anne Heche at all. Like she had all this moment. What I was reading was because we were too young at the time. She had all this momentum in the 90s, was in like a few really big movies. And then after she stepped out with Ellen, that definitely slowed down because I think that there was backlash from their relationship. But mm -hmm. then after they broke up and like in the 2000s, she couldn't really get a, a foothold still right. because Ellen, you know, was a powerful ex. I mean, that sounds like it could be entirely possible. Yeah. Which is just really sad. Yeah. It's just like a terrible story, a terrible ending 
to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, our next story, Kim Zolciak-Bierman's daughter, Ariana Bierman, has been arrested on suspicion of DUI with her high school boyfriend in Georgia. This is fucking crazy. Yeah, Ariana Bierman has been arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence of alcohol. The 20-year-old daughter of Kim Zolciak-Bierman was booked at Forsyth County Jail in the early hours of Saturday morning after she and -and on-and-off-again boyfriend Hudson McElroy were arrested around 1 a.m., according to public records obtained by people. She was charged with three misdemeanors, driving under the influence of alcohol, improper slash erratic lane change, and underage possession slash purchase of alcohol. She has since been released on $5,000 bail. He was arrested for allegedly driving under the influence as well as allegedly furnishing alcohol to a minor and violating the conditions of his limited driving permit. He's also 20 for the record. Uh, Also, for what it's worth, she, Ariana, is wholly denying the allegations that she wasn't drunk and that she was impaired um, more so by anxiety because there was a fender bender. Um, Okay. So this is really tough for me because you know how I feel about drunk driving. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know how I feel about the Beermans. Like, I'm their number one fan. Yeah. Um, but I have to take a strong stance against this. And, you know, us Beerman historians, we know, like, growing up, Ariana was the good one, you know? She had, like, amazing grades. She was a really good student. Like, a, the girl, the, the kid who always behaved. So you just don't expect this from her. Of course, we don't really know her that well anymore because the show has been off for a while. Um, but this saddens me to see that she's taken such a dark turn. And hopefully this is the wake-up call that she needs. And thank God nobody got hurt. It could have been much worse. But I just cannot condone this behavior. I'm I'm extremely disappointed in Ariana. I really am. Yeah. This is bad. I, I agree with you. I hope it's a wake-up call. I hope – I don't know what she's doing. We haven't really – like, I don't follow her. And mm-hmm. there hasn't been I a do. show in a while. So I don't really know what she's, like, up to in life. She's but, pretty big on TikTok. But this is not the road to be going down. No. And no. Thankfully, no one was hurt, and hopefully everything is okay, and let this be the worst of it, and you should turn it around. Kim and Croy Croy are actually, like, really strict parents. Like, she's going to get in so much fucking trouble. And she should. Good. She didn't have a door on her bedroom. (laughs) She didn't have a bedroom door for, like, four years because she was, like, snuck out once. Well, uh, hopefully she won't have, like, a car now. But it's also hard to punish kids that are, like, financially independent. And she's 20 years old, so is she a kid? No. She's not. I'm sure they can get creative with the punishment. Well, I was scrolling on TikTok, and I saw a video of Tate McRae, and I thought it was Ariana Bierman for, like, while I was watching the whole video, and I never realized how much they looked alike. Oh, that's so funny. We were just watching a video of Tate McRae, a music video. Yeah, we video. watched her music video. She's a star. Yeah, no, her, she's so great, and the video is cute, and her songs are great. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Not happy about not, this. I'm this not happy. This is not it, and you got to turn it around, girl. Do better. Yeah, no, like, young people do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. They do, and- But this crosses a line. This doesn't, like, this doesn't say, like, this is your, who you're going to be, like, mm-hmm. but this is a moment- I think in her life that she'll look back on and it's an inflection point and she needs to turn her shit around. A hundred percent. I couldn't have said it better. I don't know if she listens to the podcast, but like it ends, it ends here. It ends in Forsyth County jail. Forsyth. Yeah. Get back to school. Yeah. Do your homework. I was very, uh, really very upset by this. Like I, I know her, you know? Yeah. I feel like 
she's someone who also will forever seem younger than she is yes, because you they know said she was her 20? yeah because you know her uh, like the way I see her is really like 15 but we saw her on the show like as young Six. as right but to yeah. me she'll always just be like Brielle's little like little Brielle a hundred percent and I'm sure she hates that by the way because <laughs> I'm sure but doing stuff like this doesn't make you seem grown no not at all it's it's really bad decision making on her part yeah Glad no one got hurt. Same, of course. Our next story, switching gears, something a little more positive, something we can all get excited about. Jessica Simpson shows off her toned legs in Daisy Dukes while debuting her new roller skate line. So Obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. There's a lot to unpack here. Jessica Simpson has come out with a new line of roller skates for her Jessica Simpson collection. They're called the Roller Star Rockstar, the Rock, I'm sorry. The Roll Star Roller Skates, and they come in five sparkly, snazzy designs. And Jessica showed off this pink sequin style. Then her daughter is also in the campaign, looking so gorgeous. Her daughter Maxwell is also showing off a pair. And more than that, our cup runneth over. Kim Kardashian shared the pictures on her Instagram because they are mom friends, because Jessica's daughter and Kim's daughter North play basketball together. It was so cool of Kim. Like, Kim is actually really good about that, like, posting, like, for her friends, their Mm -hmm. brands, even if it's, like, a direct competitor. Like, she is so supportive of everyone, of female-owned businesses. And I know that her and Jessica have gotten close because of the kids, but I didn't know, like, that they were on that level. And first of all, I didn't even know Jessica launched Rollerblades, so it was, like, really good marketing for Jessica. And they're extremely cute. Yeah, like... I don't know that I need a pair of rollerblades like that because I'll just like fall on my ass. I'm not not going to go to the roller rink, but and I, I want to. I no, want to go to the roller see, rink in my Jessica Simpson collection roller skates. I could see like you needing them at you some point. You just never know. They're really cute. And Jessica recently, she like bought out her business, right? Yeah. Also, roller skating is just such a great pastime. It's a great hobby. It's a great workout. I would say Ariana Bierman should get a pair of roller skates. <laughs> And go for it's a family and friendly. go with her boyfriend, and go roller skating and get a soda. So can I tell you, like I had the roller skating revelation about maybe seven years ago, where I was like, I'm gonna get back into roller skating. I bought roller skates; they were fucking expensive. I bought a helmet and I went to town. Now Jessica Simpsons are the ones that have two wheels in the front and Hers two wheels in the back. Are roller skates? Yours were roller blades, right? Four wheels in a line, you know. Mm-hmm. And More when athletic. I tell you how horrendous of an experience it was first of all my feet it was like when you go skiing Mm -hmm. like my feet were fucking killing me I made it one block before I literally could not stop ran into a lamppost and went up face first into a building it's much harder than you remember it's not fun and I'm just letting you know like it's not a premium experience Okay, so Ariana, definitely wear knee pads when you go and elbow yeah. pads. But I think I was also doing it like on a busy city block. I, I would love to go to a roller rink. I actually think that it's obviously much easier there. It's slick and easier just going in circles so you don't really need to stop. You can just like run into the wall. And I think you'll be as be- better like you remember how you were versus trying to roller skate in the streets of New York City. Yes. Well, also for my birthday when I was planning like a fun activity for everyone to do, I was, I was, my first choice was a roller rink. Mm-hmm. They don't exist anymore. Like I didn't even know what to Google. Like what were Got those it. places called that were like half arcades roller rink? Yeah. 
Roller don't rink. exist. I was looking in New Jersey. Like, I could not find. There was like, oh, you can, we have a rollerblading night at Brooklyn Bowl. No, like, there's no roller rinks. It's a lost art. That's so sick. We should open and one. That's, that's why, like, like really kids cute. are going and fighting at Six Flags. Six Flags, right. Because they don't have a roller rink. We should open a chain of roller rinks that are like hella toasty and like you can get really cute pictures and like all of the roller blades are really cute and it's like a bar also. It's like a yeah. fun. But like could kids go and teens? Rowdy Yeah, teens? like no kids after, no kids under 18 after six. Okay, but like still then what do the teens do after six? Uh, the teens are not my fucking problem. Claudia, everyone is our problem. No. We're just trying to help. I'm going to run a business that discriminates against teenagers. No, but like, I just want to help these kids stay out of trouble, you know? I know, but you know what? It's their parents' job, not ours. Like, we can't lose <laughs> sleep over. Like, you just worry about what Harry's going to do when he's a teenager, and I'll worry about that, too. Okay. Sounds good. Anyways, you, if you do find a roller rink, get Jessica Simpson's skates. They look sick. They're really They're Kim cute. approved. And approved. We just, I was about to talk about how we love to see women supporting women, but apparently we don't. No, we don't. Oh, my God. Did I ever make you think that I did? Sometimes you say that. No, I'm like, I am a woman who does not support other women. Like, <laughs> because my philosophy is like, what, I should just support you because you happen to be a woman. Like, no, earn my respect, bitch, so, first of all. Yeah, you support anyone who's worthy of support. Someone who's not annoying, someone who's <laughs> nice to me. Like, my... Who I support is based on a list of factors that have nothing to do with people's gender. I feel that. Who I support is based on a list of factors mostly to do with like whether or not I just fucking support whatever it is. Yeah, no. And like if I'm being honest, like statistically, I think most of the people I dislike for valid reasons, like it's not internalized misogyny. Like this is valid. Most of the people like I deeply hate, like I'm sorry, are women. So I'm just not going to be blindly supporting women until I know what they're all about, okay? Honestly, like, this is so honest of you. And I, like, now that we're, now that we're digging into the phrase, like, women supporting women and how we're just, like, supposed to. Like, um, why? It's very problematic. 100% blind support just because you're a woman? Like, no. No. And that's not to say, like, if there are women that I like, that I don't support support them. Of course I do. Yeah. But just because you're a woman doesn't mean you automatically get my support. What, like, what is your business? What, like, what are you doing? Are you killing kids? <laughs> like, I don't know. But I support you because you're a woman? No. <laughs> I, need to, I just need more details on, this, on the situation before I give my blind support to a woman. <laughs> or a man. Or a person. Yeah. Yeah. I so I'm just... Okay. Well, you know what? That's a perfect segue into our next story. I would love to see if if this one woman's getting your support. Is it the next story that's brought to you by Manscaped? Ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Ladies, if you're heading back to campus this year, it's time you pack the essentials you need to have the best year yet. Don't waste your time getting a Brazilian in between classes when you can use the Manscaped products. They're the leaders in below-the-waist grooming that are great for men's balls and your bikini line. Manscaped is bringing you back to school with their lawnmower 4.0. Go to the, go, oh my God, I'm having a stroke. Go for the trimmer trusted by 6 million people worldwide with Manscaped. School is back. The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is here to keep everything smooth and beautiful. So the lawnmower 4.0 is their trimmer. It'll give you the confidence to do anything you desire. It has cutting edge ceramic blades. It has 
advanced skin safe technology so you can reduce the amount of accidents that you have it also has a 7000 rpm motor and an led spotlight which is extremely helpful for those dark crevices um they also have new boxers so if you want to get something for the man in your life they have um new boxers that are made of ultimate ball comfort material so everything can hang nicely and stay cool all day Get 20% off and free shipping with code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in smooth shaves from Manscaped. Thank you. I said thank you. Oh, wow. It's Monday, so I didn't know if you were feeling generous. It's a pleasure. I was going to give you the time and space considering the stories are kind of quick. Okay. Uh, next story. Chrissy Metz is launching her music career. She says, I want to share my heart and soul. Emmy and two-time Golden Globe nominee Chrissy Metz is taking her talents to the stage. The actress and country singer has just begun her city winery tour where she will head across the East Coast performing her original How music. How is this news? Claudia, the whole article is like this huge press, like, puff piece like quotes from her about how she wants to be authentic Um, okay but like how is Chrissy Metz playing in a bar like I I did my practice shows at City Winery some of them hold I think up to like maybe three four hundred people like it's this is not like a big thing like okay okay yeah no I agree um she has a really good publicist maybe you should call up this this is Chrissy's mindless news (laughs) okay but Chrissy Metz is going from being an actress now that this is us is over to a singer she's working with Kelly Clarkson's musical director we've known that she's like had a singing itch yes because Brian Kelly is her number one fan he's always making me listen to her music he thinks it's so good she already has original music out yes well I mean if it was done by Kelly Clarkson's musical director it really can't be that bad but no she performed at the CMA Awards remember like yes of course I think in lieu of Luke Combs or something like like that no it was like a Luke Combs something it was really weird and it was just like you're not Luke I am Luke. You know me. Like, I love when people follow their dreams. Like, you want to wake up and be a singer? Like, I've been there. Will I be attending a show or listening to the music on my own? No. Um, But that's not to say that this isn't extremely mindless news. I just think it's, it it goes back to you. For you, it goes back to a hatred of This Is Us. Yes, of course. You can't support any cast member in any capacity. No, I have, like, developed, like, a deep hatred for every person on that show. Like, um, Justin Hartley, hate. Milo Milo Ventimiglia, like, sorry, I just hate him. Okay, what about Mandy Mandy Moore? Moore. So she's probably, like, I hate her the least, but I definitely have, like, a hatred for her that I never had. When I, like, the way I used to worship at the music video for Candy, like, the impact that had on me at a young age is real. So I have a hatred. your favorite movie, because I said so. Because I said so, Princess Diaries, like, her music, her acting, like, her career is extremely important to me. Oh, my God, only hope from a walk to remember, like, and I never thought that there could come a day where, like, a part of me would, like, harbor some hatred for her. That you but then couldn't, This Is Us came along. That you couldn't give your whole self to her. So I don't hate her blanketly, but, like, I, I have hatred in my heart for her, as long, along with all the other castmates. <laughs> okay, so this is not for you, but... um. Chrissy Metz is now a singer, so maybe she'll be an EGOT, considering she's Emmy and Golden Globe nominated. Sure. 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 <laughs> Good luck on your tour. As a fellow touring girly, I know how much work it is, and I'm, I'm excited for you to live your dreams. Yeah, try something new. It's like, And it's nice when you're at a level where you're like, you know what, I think I'll 
be Kelly Clarkson today. And right, then you can right. just like call up her musical director. And right. What if you just called up Kelly's director? Yeah. I should listen to some of her music. It sounds like it's country and it's Kelly. I Vibes. Yeah, I think you would like it. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. Okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? It's a little food news. Mm, yes. Doritos is releasing two new flavors inspired by condiments. Have you seen these? No, but that's so funny that you brought that up because you know what I just found out? And mm. I guess like I never thought about it. So maybe I maybe I like did know it. But like Cool Ranch Doritos, like the seasoning on those chips that I love, it's ranch. Yeah, and that goes against your principles and your scruples. Yeah, like I, you would have to pay me $6 million to lick like ranch, but I've been eating Cool Ranch and it's like the same flavor. Did you know that? I never thought about it that hard. Right. I like ranch enough and I like Cool Ranch. So is it like the same flavor profile? Like when you, when you eat a Cool Ranch, are you like, oh yeah, ranch? Like do you taste it? I've never had ranch. I'm going to say no. Like okay. there's maybe 10% ranchiness. Okay. The rest is all cool. Yeah, I just didn't know that. But sorry, what's the Doritos news? Doritos ketchup and Doritos mustard. Ew. Doritos is releasing two new tasty flavors, some say, to fuel end of summer snacking. Doritos ketchup and Doritos spicy mustard, sorry, that does sound better, are the sweet and tangy options customers can crunch on for a limited time. Inspired by condiments, the chips are the perfect addition to any summer cookout. The Doritos ketchup is making its U.S. debut and is based off of one of Canada's best-selling right. fan favorite favorite flavors with a tangy and slightly sweet taste. Okay, actually, now that I'm really thinking about it, I think these are two good flavors. Like, Canadians fucking love ketchup chips, and I've had them in Canada. And, like, in camp, I used to, like, ditch, dip my potato chips into ketchup. Like, it's pretty tasty. So yeah. I think it would be good. And people love those, like, mustard-flavored pretzels, right? Yeah, love those. So I actually think both of these are kind of – Good ideas, but they're, um, they're like limited time. They're not like official flavors. I think it will depend on sales. Right, like how it goes. Good thing we're giving them a little extra PR push. Uh-huh. I would love to try these. We need to do a mukbang of like all the food news that we mm-hmm. discussed and like trying it for once and for all. Right, like have a Choco Taco like before yeah. they're gone. Yeah, have, I guess a lot of times the brands then do send us what we just feel Right, about. the Kraft Mac and Cheese. So maybe I'm just here looking for free Doritos. 100%. All right, well, let's dive into Unburden Yourselves. Yourselves. Which is brought to you by Clinique. So we were talking about Clinique's foundation last week, and that's what we're talking about today. Their first foundation is designed to be the last step in your skincare routine. It's the even better clinical serum foundation. It is formulated with three serum technologies that visibly reduce dark spots, they brighten, and they hydrate your skin. I was raving. I love this foundation. First of all, the packaging is so cute. They have so many good shades, and they have this great thing on the website that helps you find your shade. It worked Mm -hmm. perfectly. Um, And it's so nice to, like, know that your foundation is working for your skin. It's not just cosmetic, but it's also skincare. In as little as eight weeks, you can – See a visible difference in your tone. You'll be more radiant. You'll have smoother skin even after your makeup is removed. So it's not really like a foundation. It's a clinical foundation because it's built with three serum technologies. So it doesn't just cover. It completes your regimen by visibly correcting, hydrating, and smoothing the look of skin with everywhere. Also, their packaging is more sustainable because every glass bottle of the even better clinical serum foundation can be recycled. Um, it's a really hydrating formula. It's buildable if you want more coverage, so it can be medium to full coverage and it has a satin finish. I'm very picky about um, 
foundations and I happen to really, really love this one. Um, so don't call it makeup. It's skincare in your shade. Find your shade today at Clinique.com. Um, and Clinique is just a brand you can trust, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. So Unburden Your Cells is our weekly segment every Monday. Did you do something embarrassing over the weekend that is literally weighing you down? Write to us and we will unburden it for you. We'll make you feel better about it, all right? Mm-hmm. Hey, Claudia and Jax. Hey. I'm down at the Jersey Shore this weekend to celebrate my best friend's birthday party. I actually met this group of friends through the power of the toast and a lot of us have known each other for a while. Wow, that's so nice. We went to dinner to celebrate the birthday girl, and to my own detriment, I ignored the vice, advice of Dorinda Medley, and I had three martinis. We came back to the house, and that's when things started to go downhill. I obviously blacked out, woke up the next morning in the, to the news that I showed everyone my literal butthole. There were eight straight women and three straight men who got a full view of my literal butthole. You might think that it only happened once, and you may even think it only happened twice, but it actually happened three times. Um, <laughs> I was face down, ass up, spreading my ass cheeks so wide so that everyone could see my, <laughs> my literal bussy. <laughs> everyone said it was fine, but I'm not okay. Okay. So I just want to say, like, I am the queen of doing really bad shit, like, when I'm drunk. Like, I show my boobs to, like, gay men, so it's, like, a little different. Um, but I don't know. Let's keep in mind that this is a group of people you met through the toast. So they're obviously, like, party girls. They're understanding girls. And I don't know. I mean, I do know that, like, if they're toasters, like, they might be listening to this. So maybe we can use our platform to help you. Like, hey, girls. It's not a big deal. Who, Forget it. It's not a big deal. The girl who showed you her butthole is like having major regret about it. So like, just forget it. You know, it's not a big deal. Like it was a little crazy, but like crazy things happen at the Jersey Shore, you know? Yeah. Crazy things do happen at the Jersey Shore. And I think because it's the Jersey Shore, you get a pass. A hundred percent. That's just particularly crazy. But like, I mean, you know, drunk things happen. We've all been there. We're not here to judge. But um, that's that's a wild one. No, that's pretty wild. Um, and I just feel like now that you've done it and you know how it feels, you won't ever do it again. Yes, yeah, some lessons you have to learn the hard way. Right. And just be grateful that your friends are toasters because it's a special type of person. And now we can tell them like to their face, like, don't, don't, don't do make that. it a thing. Don't make it a thing. Um, best, you sound, best you of sound luck. like a great time. Yeah. Gotta have a martini Call with her. Claudia. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Dear Claude and Jax. The other night, I had way too much to drink, and I thought it would be a good idea to look up an old coworker on Facebook. I had a giant crush on him, but it was definitely one-sided. Well, I found him, I sent him a friend request, and then I sent him a message to let him know that I once had a sex stream about him. What the fuck is wrong with me? He responded, but I cannot even bring myself to open the message. To make matters even worse, I am happily married, my husband is amazing, and I don't know what was going through my head. Sincerely, a girl from Pittville, USA. I like how you just casually threw in that you were married at the end. I'm like, it is a really important. It's um, pretty germane. Yeah. Um, but not drunk or anything. Just. No, she said she was drunk. Oh. Not your fault. Yeah, no, I would um, definitely like open his message just because I'm beyond curious. And I know like, if I were her, like I, I wouldn't like not saying that she shouldn't open the message, but that's like how I would be too. I would not be able to look at it. I would have to like I I wouldn't would be no able choice. to like I oh my god I would just opening it like makes it real that I understand where she's coming from and by the way if you obviously don't open, like actually I would want to like now I want you to open it like out of curiosity what if he's like same on a no I've loved drink. you for a long time <laughs> you're the one that got away no I just think like I just you 
Well, you really need to like unfriend him, block. Like you can have no connection to this man. But first you need to find out what he said. Like just how does a person handle something like that? Okay, but Jackie, what are your thoughts on like drunk thought, drunk drunk words, sober thoughts? Like is there something going on with this girl? Like maybe is she unhappy in her marriage or was like really just – I don't think it came out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, Not that she's unhappy in her marriage. No, I think like probably there's a seed of like, oh, she did always have a crush on this guy. And like then, you know, drunk you thinks everything is a good idea. And like, why Mm -hmm. not tell him it's funny? That's so funny. What if you just messaged him on Facebook? Right. And like not even because like you're trying, you didn't say, hey, want to grab a drink. You didn't try and cheat on your husband. You just like tried to do something maybe that drunk you thought was funny or that he should know. Like, uh... I don't think drunk words, sober thoughts is always like one-to-one. Blanket statement, but yeah. I do think there is a seed all, most of the time, not all the time, because sometimes like I don't think the other girl is dying to show her butthole when she's sober. Right. <laughs> you know? That's true. You know? That's true. Yeah, no, sometimes I like when I wake up from like a drunk night and I like think about like, you know, like an argument I had with someone or whatever. It's like, I don't even feel that way. Like, why did I yeah, take that stance? I agree. It's not a hundred percent foolproof statement but I think it can also explain a lot of things for a lot of people sometimes yeah but so with this girl like I really wouldn't worry too much about it but just block him and on Facebook when you do block someone your messages disappear so you'll you'll feel good knowing hopefully he hasn't screenshotted it yet just please um open it and please let us know what he said I'm so curious how a human being would handle that okay our third and final one is, is something I can definitely relate to Hey, Jackson Claude and Brazenstrass. Brazenstrass. Where's Strass? So this weekend, I went on a short trip with my boyfriend and his parents. We were staying in an Airbnb, and me and my boyfriend were sleeping on the pull-out couch in the living room. After getting ready in the bathroom one morning, I carried my dirty clothes and toiletries to my bag in the living room. A few minutes later, my boyfriend's dad says, um, I think you dropped something. I went over to pick up whatever it was, and I saw my granny panties on the ground. Discharge side up. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, it was the last day of the trip, but I am mortified. How can I face him ever again? Sincerely, a mortified toaster. I mean, if this isn't like my worst nightmare come to life, you guys know how like I'm so insecure about my granny panties because it's all I wear. Um, And I just think the lesson here is like you really don't need to be staying in the same Airbnb as your boyfriend's parents. Like that's the takeaway. I agree. That's a really important lesson. Also, like, he's an older gentleman. His eyes probably aren't that great. I don't think he saw the specifics. No, but also, like, he's an older gentleman who has kids. Like, as you get older as a man, like, you become less of a moron, like, immature. Like, vagina. Like, you've seen a baby be birthed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, men who are doctors, like, they're not incapable of – they're not, like, being, like, weird about body stuff, you know? Yeah. Is he a doctor? I think – That would be ideal. I don't think he's thinking about your granny panties. I don't, I think he probably just like, if he's thinking about it at all, he just feels badly that you probably are embarrassed. So just let right. it go. And I'm sure he didn't see the discharge, honestly. No, like, his eyes are really listen, up close. I have what, as we established, like near perfect eyesight. And my, I'm 29 and my eyes are getting worse. Like there's no way he could, has perfect eyesight like that. No. And if he's standing up, I'm assuming he's like around six feet and the, panties are on the floor like you have to be up close to like really see discharge yeah I think you need to forgive yourself and like Claudia said lesson learned you don't need to be staying in an Airbnb with your boyfriend's parents it's really close quarters in my opinion like it's not necessary I agree okay well those were three good ones three different different ones and if you guys want to be on next week and you have something you need to unburden unburden yourself 
at gmail.com. <laughs> and that was our show. That's literally how you say it every week. And Jackie, that's how we get submissions, okay? No, and it's it's amazing. Thank you. So tomorrow's episode back um on YouTube will be in studio. Flamingos. Together. Flamingos. Flamingos. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast Millennial Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories every Monday through Friday. So subscribe to us on YouTube. We're available anywhere podcasts can be found. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places with the podcasts. Find us Morning Toast Leaf, Fast Beautiful Sunday tomorrow. Hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Don't forget to rise and grind. And we'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, 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 bye.